Hello, hello, and welcome to the Fearful Goddess podcast, where I'll be talking to you about all things sex, travel, and radical self-acceptance. I am your host, Jocelyn Silva, first-generation Latina, sexual empowerment coach, sex educator, and full-time digital nomad. Hello! Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I have not recorded a podcast in a while, podcast episode in a while, um, but I told y'all to my listeners that I was going to do this very messily because I've been wanting a podcast for a while, but I didn't want to fully commit. So I'm just recording right now um, when I'm inspired. I am looking to create more consistency and recording maybe twice a month, right? Every other Friday or something like that. Um, But for now, it's going to be based off of inspiration and I'm okay with that. And I hope that you are enjoying what you've listened to so far and that you enjoy the podcast episodes that I have coming at you. Now, I am so fucking excited to talk about the topic for today. It has been something that has been heavy on my mind. It has been something that I've been thinking about a lot. And I'm just super stoked to process all of this with you, to talk about it, to hopefully get you thinking about your own dating life, your own sex life, and how you can apply a few of the things that we're going to be talking about today in your own life. Okay, so let's just jump right in. Um, By the way, I haven't made any podcast episodes on travel because I haven't really been traveling that much. Um, I've been staying in Los Angeles the past few months because I'm here to pay off some debt. Also, my brother announced that he's having a baby, so I wanted to stay in town so that I can meet the baby, hang out with the baby, Um, my new niece. I'm so excited. She was born on the 19th of July. And so I'm, I still actually haven't even met her. I'm going to go meet her today. And today is Monday, the 24th. So I'm super stoked for that. Um, so yeah, so I stayed a little longer, but I will be heading over to Spain on August 14th. So I'm hoping that once I start traveling, I'll have more episodes about travel and sexcapades and just fun things um, other than, you know, dating and, um, and all that good stuff. Okay, cool. All right. So yeah, let's just, let's jump right into the topic. Let's just jump right in. Let's do it. Okay. So, um, if this is your first time listening to this podcast or the first time listening to me, let me just give you a little intro on me and who I am and why this topic is so, so important to me and why it's been so important to me in the recent, in recent weeks. So I have been a sex educator for 12 years. I became a sex educator when I was 20 years old. I've been a sex coach for four years now, have my bachelor's degree in gender and women's studies, have my master's degree in social work. Um, and sex education, sexual empowerment has been my life for many years and my, my passion, and I love it, right? Well, all throughout my 20s, I've been in and out of relationships. I would call myself a serial monogamist in my 20s. Um, It started when I was 16. I had a boyfriend that I met on MySpace. I was with him for like a year. And then when I was 17, turning 18, I met someone new, was with him for two and a half years. So then when I was 21, I was with someone else for a year and a half. When I was 23, I was with someone else for a year and a half. When I was 25, I met my spouse and was with them for about three years. And then when I was 29, I met a new partner and I was with him for about a year and a half as well. So I am 32 now 
and I have been single for a little over two years, and this is the longest that I've been single in my adult life. I have been in and out of serious relationships, had a few hookups in between, a few sexcapades in between, um, unfortunately have cheated on a few of my partners in my past. But aside from that, I've always just kind of been in relationships. And my concept of love and sex has always been rooted in relationships, right? And so I'm actually pretty grateful for the fact that I've dated so much in my 20s and that I was able to have so much experience from all of those relationships because each of those relationships taught me so much about myself. I'm also very proud and grateful to say that none of my partners have ever been abusive towards me. I've always had amazing partners, amazing, amazing human beings that I've dated. Just for one reason or another, we just didn't work out. Either personalities didn't match or life circumstances happened. Um, and Or unfortunately, in a couple of my relationships, like I said, my uh, infidelity has definitely played a role in that, right? So there have been other reasons. Um, but yeah, it has been such a journey and a really big part of my dating and sex journey has been, well, a couple of things. One has been learning how to forgive myself and become a person of integrity. So learning how to speak my truth, embracing my polyamory, understanding that a lot of the reasons why I cheated in my past was due to a lack of self-love, a lack of understanding of myself, an inability to speak my truth, right? So going on a self-forgiveness journey for me was number one, right? Just really coming to terms with the things that I had done in my past and being a better person because of them. And I am so proud to say that I love the person I am now because of those experiences, right? Learn integrity, definitely the hard way. So that has been a really big part of my journey. And the other really big part of my journey has been learning how to be a single person. I mean, when you're in and out of relationships and the longest I had been single in between relationships was about six months, right? So I had always just envisioned myself being single and just understanding what that looked like, right? And when I thought about me traveling, I always thought of myself as single. Like I would hook up with people different, different people, different, <laughs> different people in different countries. I'd meet different people, have a bunch of really crazy, wild, fun adventures. And that's always kind of like the vision I had for me. Oh, excuse me. So I really have committed to a life of singlehood the past couple of years. And one of my biggest fears, it sounds really funny, but one of my biggest fears in being a fully single woman was like really learning where I would receive validation. And that was the biggest question I had is as a single person, who's going to tell me that I'm beautiful? Who's going to tell me that I'm worthy? Who's going to tell me that I'm lovable? You know, I've always had someone do those things for me. I never was able to do them for myself. And so through this journey, I really wanted to learn how to give myself those things, how to tell myself you're beautiful, you're amazing, you're worthy, you're awesome, right? Not needing a romantic partner to do that for me. 
And I'm going to be honest with you, that has been one of the biggest challenges that I've had through this single journey, right? It's like fully just fucking understanding that I don't need that validation that I can give it to myself, right? Another big um, piece of my learning experience through being single the last couple of years has been navigating the casual dating world. Now, I'm gonna keep it real. If my sex drive wasn't as high as it was, I probably wouldn't even think of dating. It probably wouldn't even be a thing. And I even had people tell me, like I've had like best friends ask me like, why do you do this? Like, why do you casually date, right? First of all, I have an incredibly high sex drive. And yes, masturbation is wonderful. I was celibate for a year and a half a few years ago. And it was a really great cleanse. It did do a lot for me. I mean, there was a lot of masturbation in that year and a half. But um, I really enjoy having sex with people. And I've always been really good at having casual sex. I don't typically get emotionally invested. I'm really good at being able to like have sex and walk away and feel great about that situation, right? But I really just wanted to learn how to have casual experiences with people that felt fulfilling, right? That didn't feel depleting, that felt full, that I could walk away feeling full. And so that has been really fucking interesting. And I want to walk you through my journey and how I got to where I am now, which is asking myself the question, can I love who I casually date? Can I experience love for the people that I see casually, right? So that has just been like such an interesting journey for me. So yeah, it's just, okay, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Okay, so yeah, so one, my high sex drive, that's why. And two, because it's fucking fun. I love casual dating. It's such a blast. It's so much fun to match with someone on an app, meet them, they're a fresh face, they're new, new energies, understanding who they are, where they come from, what they do, what they love, what their passions are. Right. And then experiencing different flavors sexually has always been something that super intrigued me. Right. It's like, oh, this person, you know, does this and this other person does that. And it's both really awesome. It's just different. Right. And I just, I love that learning experience through having sex with different people. And also through my journey, I've really learned to embrace the concept of solo polyamory. Right. Which is being a single person, but dating people, dating multiple people right? And it being just a little more than casual. Okay. So before we, like, I tell you about my journey and how I got to this question, I want to just kind of talk about the differences between committed relationships and casual encounters, right? Because the word casual I'm realizing is incredibly nuanced (laughs) and everyone has a different definition of what casual is, right? So for me, right, for me, a committed relationship is saying, we are together. There are boundaries and rules inside of our dynamic. There are expectations to be there for each other emotionally, mentally, physically, right? There's an integration of our lives together, right? Where we're introducing ourselves, each other to our families, to our friends. We do things together. We share together. We build a life together, right? For me, that is the concept of a committed relationship. It's like, you are no longer an individual independent fully. You are now in a committed partnership with someone and the decisions that you make will not only affect your life, but your partner's life as well. Okay. For me, casual dating is you can still have connection. It's 
understanding that there's a friendship, understanding that there's a sexual element to that friendship. But for me, there's no expectations. There's no expectations to be there for me emotionally, mentally, not even physically, to be honest, right? And what I mean by the expectation is that it's not like, oh, you must fulfill my sexual needs. It's more like, oh, we're here to fulfill a need together. And when we're available, we're available. And when we're not, we're not, right? Casual dating for me has evolved to understanding that at the core of every dynamic I'm involved in, there is a friendship. There has to be a friendship. So it can't just, I mean, it can, let's keep it real. Like I also like a one night stand. I do like a good one night stand. I'm not going to lie. I always have fun with one night stands. But again, my quest has been seeking meaning, right? So the question I've been asking myself is, if I don't want to be friends with this person, do I want to have sex with them? Right. And so that has been really incredible for me to come to terms with and to really embrace. Okay. So I'm getting ahead of myself. So let's talk about what the last two years and some change has looked like for me. So after I broke up with my last partner, obviously I was devastated. Hands down, that was the healthiest relationship I'd ever been in. The communication was incredible. The sex was awesome. We started as friends and then it moved to romantic connection. So the foundation of our relationship was very solid, right? And the friendship that we had. Um, it was just awesome. Lots of honesty, lots of support, lots of love, lots of tenderness. It was a great relationship. And so when we broke up, we broke up, we broke up because I wanted to start traveling and he couldn't. So, um, and also he wanted to be a mountain man. I wanted to be living in Mexico on the beach. Right. And so our life trajectory just wasn't going in the same direction. So we broke up. And the first month that we broke up, it was awful, awful, awful. I went through all of the withdrawal symptoms. I broke down in all sorts of ways. It was just terrible. My self-esteem was in the gutter. I was depressed. I was sad. I was remorseful, like, oh shit, like, did I do the wrong thing? Like, did I do the right thing? Am I, am I, did I fuck up, like, by letting this incredible person go, right? Another thing that this breakup really taught me too is that love is not enough. Like there really needs to be other elements in your relationship in order to make it work, right? Um, but it was it was just really beautiful to be able to like go through that pain and learn that lesson as much as it sucked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, so when we broke up, I was feeling awful and... I was also ready to get out there and just fucking enjoy my sex life and see what was out there. Right now, mind you, at this point, I got with my partner immediately after my spouse. And before my spouse, I was dating someone just a couple of months. So I really hadn't been single in several years. Okay. So I was literally like a fucking kid at a candy store. I was running around putting shit in my mouth that I have not, should not have been in my mouth. Talking to people that I shouldn't have been talking to. And honestly, my sex life was a fucking disaster. It was awkward. I was having really ugly, casual encounters with people that were just not that great of people. 
I don't want to go into the details, but like, I really, I look back and I'm just like, wow, you know, my, my sex life was terrible. There was no vetting process. There was, there was nothing that really, I was like not being selective at all. Right. I would go to a bar, thought a guy was hot, hook up, but the experiences never left me feeling full. I don't want to say never. I think there was probably a handful of experiences kind of sprinkled in there. Like I had this really fun fling with this Brazilian guy that felt really fulfilling. Um, I developed this really cool friendship with this other guy I was hooking up with. So there were like a couple, right? But the majority during that time after my breakup, they were pretty bad. And I was not doing so well mentally and emotionally because of the breakup, right? So after that, I started dating someone in particular. We weren't exclusive, but feelings started to come up, right? And now he's one of my best friends, um, which I'm very, very grateful. And I'm super proud of us too, that we were able to come to this, the place where we are now. But as I was dating him, I started really developing feelings for him. And I was like, holy shit, like, can this be a relationship, right? Well, um, we had discussed what it would look like to date, but in the end, we concluded that that wouldn't be a good idea. One, he didn't see me that way anymore. So we ended up just being friends. Um, let me rephrase that. He didn't see me that way anymore. So we ended up being friends. I want to get rid of that just because I don't believe that friends and relation and like romantic or sexual dynamics have like a hierarchy like friends are equal to or like just as important or even more important than like a sexual or romantic connection, right? So anyways, but through that experience, I really learned a lot about myself. I learned a fuck ton about what I wanted, what I was seeking, how I felt in that dynamic and how I wanted to keep feeling that way, right? I loved the fact that we had this great friendship. The sex was so awesome. And it felt really connected, even though it was pretty casual for a while, right? So after that, I was still kind of doing my thing, not being super selective, but slowly but surely being a little more selective, right? Like, okay, let me, let me like have, let, let's like go to dinner with these guys and, or, you know, see what's out there. Let's like create some type of connection beforehand, right? But the biggest thing that was getting in the way was the fact that I was, feeling a lot of really deep insecurities. Now, this is why I tell my clients how you express yourself sexually and how you view yourself go hand in hand. If you don't have a high self-esteem, if you don't think that you are the most beautiful person, if you don't look at yourself in the mirror and say, damn, I am hot shit, your sex life is going to reflect those sentiments. And at this point, I was feeling really insecure about myself. So, of course, I continued to attract not so great quality people that I was having sex with. So after this guy, I was like, learned this lesson, but I still hadn't really integrated it. I was still kind of having some unfortunate sexual experiences. It didn't feel so great. Well, everything kind of flipped when I had this really deep epiphany where I was like, you know what? I'm sick and tired of having my beauty, my self-esteem, my self-worth be, what's the word? Be negotiable in my mind. And then I asked myself, what would it look like to live a life 
where my beauty and my worth were non-negotiables. As, as, as clear as the sky is blue, I am beautiful. As clear as the world is round, I am beautiful. Like these are facts and my beauty is also a fact. And that was a fucking game changer. That was a game changer. That's when I started to attract really awesome people. Created really great connections, awesome friendships. And the sex was going pretty well, right? It was going pretty good. And I was feeling pretty damn good about myself. Now, a few months after that, so now we are at just a few months ago, February. Okay, so today is July. So just a few months ago in February, I met someone on an app. And he is also Polly. And we both established, like, yes, we want something casual. I'm going to be in L.A. for a few months. Would love to connect with someone on this level. And I think it'd be a lot of fun. Got to know him. Great guy. Super sweet. Awesome. But then I started realizing that it felt a little bit more than casual. He would text me every single day. Good morning. Good night. How are you doing? How's life? How's work? What are you up to? And so we kind of just got into the habit of texting every day, getting to know each other, having video messages or video calls. And we finally went on our first date. It was a lot of fun. The sex was great. Had an awesome time with him. But then a few months after that, his life changed. A few things in his life changed. Summer vacation started for him because he was at school. And I noticed that his messages started dwindling. He wasn't messaging me as often. His energy shifted. And I realized that I had developed feelings for him. But I also started to feel angry towards him. This is really what has been top of my mind in in conjunction with the question, can you love the people you casually date? The anger that I was experiencing from him was the fact that I was growing feelings, but he wasn't living up to the expectations of someone that I would have feelings for. Meaning because I've been in and out of relationships my entire adult life, I had always placed expectations on the people that I dated. So if I love you, these are the requirements that you have to uphold for my love. If I love you, you got to text me every day. You got to tell me that you love me. You got to set dates. You got to go out of your way. And if anything strays from that, then I get angry. Right? So I think I read in Boycelet that um, Zachary Zane's therapist told him that anger is when our expectations are being unmet. My expectations of him that I had now imposed on him because I had developed feelings for him were being unmet and now I was angry. But I wasn't communicating it because I felt, well, this is casual, isn't it? Like, am I, am I crazy? I don't know. I didn't communicate it, you know? It's okay. We're all human. It was a mistake in retrospect. I know I should have communicated it when I was experiencing it. But I also feel like I wouldn't have learned the lesson that I learned if I had. So finally, 
I told them, you know what, I don't think I want to see each other anymore. The energy's not being reciprocated as it used to. He agreed. And then one day he apologized because I had expressed to him that I was feeling like a burden. And that's when I just let him have it. I said, you really hurt me. I went off and off and on, off and on, off and off, off on him. (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't say that. And then he told me his side of the story. And that was an eye opener. Because there's always two sides of a fucking story. The story I was telling my head, telling myself was this guy that I'm dating and I have feelings for. Well, he's not doing this, 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 and this, and this. He doesn't care about me. What the fuck? He's leading me on, blah, blah, blah. And his story was like, oh, I wanted something casual. And I noticed that you were gaining feelings towards me. And so I, I needed to take a step back. But we were both not communicating that to each other. But then I started wondering, why was I so angry with him? Why couldn't I just allow my feelings to be what they were? Why couldn't I just allow to allow myself to like him a lot and dare I say even love him, but not expect anything of him to just be able to love him for who he is, right? So moved on and started seeing another person. And I've also been seeing a couple, which I've talked about in other um, podcast episodes, and we've seen each other a few times now. And we've actually dropped the album with one another. We've told each other that we love each other. And in addition to that, this other person that I met that I've seen a few times and gone on a few dates and have also developed such a beautiful connection with, I had called my friend and said, hey, like, I'm a little worried this romantic date that we have coming up just feels like a little too much. Like this guy is just like a a casual encounter. Like, what do I do? And that's when my friend who, by the way, is the friend that I was dating that now we're friends said, Jocelyn, could you allow yourself to love the people that you casually date? So through all of these experiences, the biggest lesson that I've learned has been how to love without expectations. I can love someone for who they are, for their laugh, their smile, their kindness, their personality, their intelligence, right? For all the virtues that they possess and perhaps even the defects that they possess. But that love doesn't always have to be accompanied with rigid expectations of who I think this person should be in my life. I can just love people because I love them, because they're amazing, because they're awesome, because they're great. And that has been such a fucking game changer for my sex life the last couple of months. And I'm here to tell you it is totally possible. However, the biggest inner work that we have to do to get to a place of loving without expectations is learning how to give ourselves the things that we expect our partners to give us. Learning how to give ourselves love. Learning how to give ourselves empathy. Learning how to give ourselves compassion. Learning how to give ourselves romance. Have you ever taken yourself out on a fucking date? It's the best. 
get dressed up, go somewhere cute, eat good food. Fuck yeah, right? Learning how to give ourselves everything that we want someone so desperately to give us and learning how to really hold ourselves in high esteem is the only way that we can get to a place of loving without conditions, of loving without expectations. And of course, it's an ongoing journey. I'm not going to say, okay, I made it. I'm here. Thank you. Right? Like it's still something to work towards and I'm still, but I, I will say though, it's still a journey, but I will say that I can with confidence tell you that I have gotten to a place where I can love without expectations. When I can truly see someone for who they are, enjoy their company and not need them to be anything other than just them. So I'm grateful that I'm here. I'm excited for the journey ahead. And I want to ask you the question for reflection. Can you love the people that you casually date? And if you can, what does that look like for you? Okay. Thank you so much for being here. I hope that you appreciated and enjoyed this episode. Remember that you are so loved and so supported. You are worthy and deserving of everything amazing this life has to offer you. Check me out on Instagram at I am Jocelyn Silva. My website is www.jocelynsilva.com. And if you'd like to work with me one-on-one in my coaching, all the information that you need is in my website. Feel free to DM me on Instagram if you have any questions. I'll talk to you soon. I'll see you in the next one. And thank you so much for being here. And remember, you are fucking worthy. So go out there and live the life that you want to live. Bye.